When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. Hello, I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. Hi guys, it's uh, Don here again. Uh, welcome to the show. I wanted to get started today and talk about a very difficult subject for a lot of us, and that's trust. So several people have asked or, or mentioned being able to trust again, not only your estranged child, but people in general when this thing has happened. So I want to start by saying, um, by asking, what is trust? And a couple of definitions I was able to find is, one, a, a reliance on a character, ability, strength, or someone, or, or truth of someone or something. So I think that really kind of sums up what we are feeling 
in regards to our estranged kids. So, <clears throat> so the first thing is, can do you feel like you can ever trust your estranged child after they've done this to us? Is there anything that might make you be able to trust them? Everybody's going to have a different answer on that, and there's no, there is no right or wrong answer. It's it's all dependent on you, really. So I suggest that you really look, look deep, look hard and deep in you, because trust. If you don't have trust, and obviously our trust has been broken with, with the kids. If you don't have trust in somebody, then it's very difficult to have any kind of close relationship with them. You know, a lot of us want to trust them again, but then too, a lot of us, once they violate that trust, we're done. I've heard so many times that, you know, they've done this and this, and I'm just done with them. And that's not an easy decision to make. I am not in any way, shape, or form saying that that's an easy decision for any of us parents to make. But it's the reality of the situation, I think. So a lot of people just have a very short fuse, I guess, um, where that's concerned. And once you violate that trust, that's it. So... A lot of a lot of kids I've heard they'll come back because they want something, whether it's whether it's help with something or money or they're at this moment having trouble with their significant other or whatever. They'll come back, they'll say and do all the right things temporarily. And then they'll do the same thing again. So if they do come back, are you know, and they want something, for instance, money or help with paying bills or a car loan or whatever the case may be, um, are you okay with that? Is it worth? the hurt and anguish or the potential hurt and anguish that you're going to get just to see them, just to know that they're okay. For some people that answer is yes. And that's okay. Nobody, nobody can judge you in your situation. For, for me personally, I don't think that would be enough for me, but unless you're in that situation, it's really hard to, hard to say. Because a lot of times they'll they'll promise to change. They'll they'll say whatever it is they know you want to hear, just in order to get what they need. And sometimes that might even be just advice, you know, or or to be able to vent about their situation or something like that. And then they'll turn around and 
estranged from you after that. There's, you know, as with most things, there's really no right and wrong answer. It's all subjective. It's up to you in your particular situation. So whatever's right for you is the most important thing. But I, I, I would stress right for you, not them, but what's right for you. Again, if, if seeing them is the utmost important and knowing they're okay and, you know, knowing they're not destitute somewhere, whatever, and you feel better as a parent taking care of them, by all means, you know, again, it's up to you. So I guess that kind of leads into, would you just blindly trust that that's what they're, what they say is what they're going to do? Or do you think you need to set some ground rules? A lot of people I hear, oh, well, if they don't do this and this and this or say this and this and this, then I'm not having anything to do with them. Sometimes that's not realistic, but sometimes you have to do what's best for you. So, again, with most things that I've ever seen, it's 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 really... There's no right or wrong. There's no, you can't always fit a round peg into a square hole. So take that for what it's worth. But if you, if you would set up ground rules, do you think that'd be enough? Would they adhere to ground rules? Would you be willing to adhere to their ground rules. Some people, some of the kids I've heard over the years, they, they don't want you to talk about this, this, or this. They don't want you to give them advice on this, this, and this. Would you be, would you be willing to do that? Cause it's got to go both ways. If you want to rebuild the relationship and you want to trust them, they have to trust you to be able to go by their ground rules too. Just something to think about. Would any of that really matter? Would it matter if you both had ground rules? Would you both abide by them? Would that be a hard line in the sand? Okay, if you say, you know, some some parents are insisting they don't call you by your first name, for instance. If that's a ground rule, you owe me the respect that you call me mom or dad or whatever. And they call you by your first name. Is that it? Are you done? It sounds silly, but, um, or, or it might sound silly to you, but... It's something to think about. So, would part of you being able to trust them 
would you want a third party involved, a, a mental health counselor or even a, a clergy or whatever your situation called for? Would that make it better? Some people insist on that. And I, I think it's a great idea if if you're the kind of family and the kind of people that would respect that situation with a, with that kind of professional not a, not everybody does so is there anything you can do so that you can trust them again and that sounds kind of odd as i say it but is there anything that you can do to make sure that you trust them there really isn't in my estimation you can put things out there you can say you'll help them do whatever honor their wishes but it's really got to come from them there's the reality is there's nothing that you can do to have to, to make you be able to trust them they've got to prove some of that as well as you do on their end so as you can see my thoughts on it anyway it's a very much a two-way street so now can you trust other people so for, set aside the estranged children for a minute. How does this situation affect your trust of other people in the world? I've heard a lot of people say that it's completely changed how they interact with most people. And that's unfortunate. I, I don't think that... I don't think necessarily that your coworker or your friend is going to do the same things that your estranged child has done. Not that they wouldn't betray you, but I don't think just because your kids do that they will betray you. So has it affected other relationships and what can you do to help that because honestly I think if it has affected them if 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 your trust of your estranged child has or distrust has affected your other relationships that is something you can control that is something that you should maybe take a step back and say I'm causing this rift between my friend and I because of Susie. So that's something that you can change, I believe. Not that it's easy. None of it's easy. But you have the ultimate control in, in that. You know, take the control where you can get it because a lot of things you don't have control over, especially where you're kids are concerned but if 
you have allowed this situation with them to affect other people in your life, then you have that control. Now, of course, if they have allowed the estrangement because they're aware of it or they're friends with your child or whatever, that's a little different. But I'm just talking about friends that, or, or family members that really have nothing to do with the estrangement, aren't involved in any way, you have control whether or not you are able to trust them, I feel like. So, I also feel like that anyone who is ever going to betray you or or that does betray you has always had that leaning that they were willing to i don't know if that makes sense or not you know i don't think just because your child estranges from you or betrays your trust or whatever that that makes your other friend over here say oh well they did it so i can do it i i i don't think it's i think i think the person was already mentally able to do that in their own mind so i don't think it really has to do with the the child so you want to be careful in my opinion not to paint the entire world with the paintbrush of my child betrayed me. My child estranged from me. They think I'm an awful person, so everybody thinks I'm an awful person. Or everybody's going to hurt me, or everybody's going to betray me, because that's simply not the case. I don't believe. Um, in, in, in most of the situations, at least in my view, especially with your your children, it's really not about you. It has, it's completely to do with the other person. A lot of the estrangement from the kids, I think comes from other world things that go on, other influences, whether they're family members or classmates or educators or or what and, and I know I have educators that listen to this not meaning to be offensive I'm just saying that it, it could come from anywhere so I don't think that it is necessarily all about you when they when they break that trust a lot of it is about them so I think the most important thing to learn from any of this is that you shouldn't, again, assume everyone's going to be like your child. Meaning that, you know, again, don't paint with the broad paintbrush that everyone's going to be like that. Everyone's going to hurt me. Everyone's going to betray me. 
you know, that's just not necessarily the case. So sometimes your child might not even be the same as they were at one time. So there, there could be many underlying reasons for the estrangement that have zero to do with you. You're just, you know, as a lot of people say, you're kind of low-hanging fruit. You are there. You're easy to attack. You're easy to blame. If you do one thing that they think is wrong, then they can blame you for everything. Uh, unfortunately, that's just the way that that is sometimes. You know, as we've talked about before on the podcast, a lot of things may trigger them. I think most of the time, it really has nothing to do, nothing that just happened. Like, you guys had a fight, and then they decided to estrange. And I know that happens sometimes, but many times, it's not that simple. It's not that obvious. Because if it were, you could say, oh my gosh, we just had this big fight. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said this awful thing or whatever. And it can be fixed. Sometimes it's just way beyond that. There's way more than that. So... I hope, guys, today that uh, this resonates with you a little bit. I know trust is a big issue. I've had a couple of people ask me about um, doing a subject uh, regarding trust. And I struggled with it for a little bit, to be honest, just because it's a big issue. And I, I always try to do things as much justice as I can. Um, so I, again, I hope this resonates with you. If you guys have any things that you'd like me to focus on or talk about, um, I know the YouTube channel is pretty new, but the podcast has been just a little over a year, almost a year and a half. And so there's lots of episodes on there. So please remember to like, share, and subscribe if you haven't done that already to both the podcast and the YouTube channel. If you would like to support my work, I would appreciate it. There's a link in the description below where you can donate. Um, if you'd like to be on the show at some point, please feel free to email me at beyondthepainpodcast at gmail.com. It's great to have other people's perspectives and to see what other people think about things, not just me. So I, I really appreciate um, everybody listening. And again, drop me a line if you just want to say hi. If you want to tell your story but you don't want to be on, feel free to email, email me that and I will, um, I will get that on. So I'll talk to you guys next time. And please... Please remember to live beyond the pain. Have a good one. Talk to you later.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.